When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Yes, 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 ladies and gentlemen, we are back in the cast. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Pops Culture Podcast. I'm your host, Papa Minnow, and as always, I'm joined by my trusty co-host, Gabe Eppard. Gabe, how you doing today? Yo, I am doing well. Can you use the that song that everyone's doing the dance to now, that Junebug one? Have you seen that? What the hell is the Junebug? It's, the songs, it's, it's a challenge, but it's called the Beatbox 2, who the songs. It's a hard, like... It's like a hip hop song. You mean the bus it challenge? No, the it's the other one. It's like some stupid dance. Um, but just listen to it after everyone. I'm not, I'm, I'm not it's using called it. beatbox. Dude. I'm not you're using it. You're, that sounds trash. You're gonna I'm like, probably gonna use the bus challenge. Three weeks from now, the amount of times we've had this conversation where a song eventually grows on you, you've been right one time. I've been right thirty-three times. You've been right one time, and the I've one time I'll admit time. was was that country music song. I can't remember who the artist is, but. Which the oh, props on that one. There's been a couple of pops. But beyond that, your boy your boy is staying stagnant as always. I've been paralyzed by this job, been waiting back for them. They've been playing games for two months. I put all my eggs, yeah, is that the expression? Eggs in this bat in that one basket. That is and they keep toying with me and it's been like two months and I feel so useless right now. Yeah. Well, we're, so we're, I'm just I'm very stagnant. I'm just sitting paralyzed in fear. We're in a panoramic. It's a good time to be stagnant, I guess. (laughs) Is that the new thing? Everyone keeps wearing a panini? Yeah. I've just been seeing that shit on Twitter, so. (laughs) It's influenced my life. Yeah. (laughs) You you need another social media break soon. Not surprisingly, I think I found the good mix between using social media and not going insane. Yeah, you found the spot? Yeah, and it's simply just, I just go on, grab what I need, and I hop off, and that's it. True, true, true. It's the scroll that gets you. For me, yeah, it's the, you know, once, you start, once you start digging too long, that's where you get into trouble. But if for me, you're not it's going the sit down far, at night. It's like the sit, like the 9 to 12, play, like, or I lay too long in bed. And I'm like, what the fuck do I, am I doing right now? You know what I mean? So that's, that's what um, I've been saying. So 
also, but what I've been, I did too, that I've been starting, I've been starting writing a, a memoir from my 20, from my twenties to 30s. I'm going to do, I want to finish it in like, a you're year. not 20. So I, but like the, that 10 years though, like that period. Cause I've, Life's oh, so like you're tracing back what happened? Yeah, a memo, like a shit that happened from like two, 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 end of high school to um, the end of my twenties. Dog, you were in high school when you were twenty. Shut the fuck up! I'm around that era, <laughs> I'm just fucking trying to make it simple, okay? Because um, I, I always feel like every time I tell sort of story, they're like, "Why don't you just fucking write a book?" Because you have the most ridiculous things happen to you. And I was like, "That's because I'm a ridiculous person." And it's actually, it's like journaling, though, you know, like kind of like it's it's not, it's it's a good like therapy, like just writing out me- good memories and stuff. So yeah. I've been doing that. It's helped. Yeah, no, journaling's huge. I've- done it for a little bit. I, I don't do it anymore, but when I was doing it, it's, uh, it's good, man. I've been trying definitely to definitely very therapeutic. Yeah. And it makes you a better writer too. Yeah. 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 Like so it's all practice. So yeah. Getting your so, thoughts out definitely helps. If you, if anyone out there listening would, would read my book, please tell me. <laughs> I'm sure you have enough stories to fill. Up for <laughs> book. I'm not going to lie. I know you would read it just to hold it over my head. Yeah, pretty much. Bring up stupid shit I do. But, Even the story yeah. you told before we recorded this podcast. I <laughs> like that's the type of shit that needs to be in your book. Uh, yeah. You know what's the funniest part of that story? We can't go into it. Also, one of those girls' brothers beat me up because he saw him. <laughs> so on top of that, I was walking with the girl after and he saw and he was like my friend, but it was his sister, and he was not happy and like punched me and like jumped me in the bar. <laughs> so that will also be part of the story. Yeah, it's gonna be man? weird. How, th- how are things with you? I mean pretty good. Just uh pretty much same old, same old, nothing new. 2021, just different, different energy, different motives. Um looking for a job, trying to find something towards music in either the industry itself or the journalistic side or sports as well too. So just been applying and shit like that. But other than that, pretty much um, the regular grind, this podcast, trying to write a little bit more. Are you trying to switch? Cause what you're, do you want to, it seems like the career choices you're going for are like passion stuff. So are you just burnt out now from doing shit you don't really care about? Uh, yeah, to an extent. I don't know if I'll say burnt out, but just, yeah. Well, yeah, cool. I, guess, I guess burnt out. I, just, I'm just tired of, like, I don't mean you're an same. alcoholic or something. But <laughs> you're over. doing the same thing, yeah, over and over. Plus, a lot of people have already started moving as well, too, so I just figured now it's like... Started, oh, like from work and that? Yeah. No, I just figured... Did you guys do any cuts and stuff? Did that... Did you guys get any cuts during corona? Like, people fired or let go? Uh, no, not during the... Not during the... Well, there was one that happened recently, but it wasn't really... I don't know if it was necessarily a cut on our part or if um, the nature of it just was going to happen anyways. Cause a lot of people from another department that we like, we don't work with them, but they are somewhat tied to us. They got moved to another company. So I don't know if that was a cut or if that was just more so uh, the nature of the position. Yeah. I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. But yeah. That happened. So yeah, we'll see. So, yeah. Last thing I've been, I've been just watching other people's podcasts, you know, just trying to see the competition out there. Like, I never listen to podcasts. Like, I only... Yeah, that like, is... I don't... I, I've already known that. It was very evident. What? <laughs> you're I not listening to, to other people's podcasts. Why is that evident? Just one, and how you conduct yourself on this podcast, and two, with some <laughs> of the stuff you used to say, we're like, oh, yeah, we're... 
we're, we're the only podcast who don't take breaks most of the time. I'm like, bro, I've listened to, <laughs> I've listened to one podcast where they've literally never missed a week. No, ever that in their like compar- seven year existence. That was in comparison to like people we actually know, like the studders of the world who start podcasts and then just oh okay. Trail. Well, I mean, you didn't make that very clear. Though. Uh, that's what I that that's what I meant at that point. Obviously, I know there's fucking legit podcasters out there. I'm just saying, like the amateur circle that we kind of moved around in, and like other people you talk to. That's what I meant. I get where you're coming from. What do you say? I mean, I. I don't have to listen to other people's podcasts like routinely to know how this works. Like, are you saying I carry myself terribly on this? This I don't or something? know. I'm not saying you carry yourself terribly, but there definitely are some things that obviously we could both improve on. Oh. Delivery yeah. of the podcast. So, but I would get I wouldn't get better at listening to other people's. I I don't know. I'd have to have listened to me and address it. You know. Either way, <laughs> I, okay, I've been trying to listen to podcasts. Fucking point story and that um so that's ah, it's hard it's hard man like i don't understand how people do like 10 hours a week um of people's stuff but yeah it's very interesting i, I really want to get into the video platform like i wish the pandemic wasn't happening right now because i want to get into like the seating and doing guests and stuff like that, like the next evolution from the podcast and having visuals because my face is amazing to look at. So, but the pandemic will have that, but people are doing it in the States. Of course, the Americans are still all doing it, but here, no dice. Anyways, you are doing it on their computers. You can still record off. Yeah, you can do, but I mean, but like, I like that you, you, you build a whole room with the aesthetic and you know, like it, it, you know, what I'm Oh saying? yeah. Like that. Yeah. Yeah. That version. Like although they have their own, like those like background, like the lights and like, you know, just like, it's like decorating a room and you have this like theme in that, which is what I think is cool. And I have visuals and I like, I, it's easier for me to do YouTube, like on YouTube than it is to just walk around Spotify, listening to some asshole talk. Yeah. Now I will say Anyways. definitely listen to podcasts in inside for me is harder because I've, I've kind of fallen off from listening to a lot of the podcasts that I normally do because a commute is definitely yeah. one of the biggest places where I was listening to it before the pandemic so now that we're not doing yeah. that anymore it's a little bit harder but um, I still I, I can still do it because like my job does give me the luxury of being able to listen to it so it's not yeah. it's, it's not as bad but I, I could definitely see the difficulty in sitting down and trying to listen to a podcast whilst you're just like yeah it's even it's what's insane though is sure we can work on things but there's some popular podcasts out there too that are just bad like i don't even know why like they're not about anything special or unique or like insight to that like there's some i find dry or whatever but they have like people are interested in it you know what i mean but some of them just there's there's no point to them and they're popular but they're they're still just stupid and like I, i i don't know why people would listen to hour and a half of those people so it's a shy Joe Rogan a bit. No, no, I, Joe Rogan can get the appeal. Okay, <laughs> like he, at least he's a. Fuck. It, was, it was a joke. It was a joke. <laughs> Anyways, this is episode anyway. seventy six of the Pops Culture Podcast. As always, guys, continue to like, rate, review, subscribe on all major streaming platforms as iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, and Amazon Music. Some big news dropped recently. Breaking news. <laughs> that's not even the sound i know that's so bad i was trying to yeah, like, what, do a drum sound i don't that? know where else was there was like a mix of the breaking news and the drum roll but it just sounded like an autist who was like slobbering can't, can't use that word in 2021 <laughs> i can't um, 
But no, one of Toronto's biggest artists, Drake, is no longer dropping his project in January, which really isn't that surprising to me based off the fact that he didn't even have a single out trying to promote the album. So it's not super shocking that he ended up delaying this and there's only a week left in uh, left in January. But I was kind of anticipating it coming out and being able to listen to something to start the year off with that type of energy. But I mean, I guess we'll have to wait. Uh, the reason that he stated for the delay was that he went through surgery on his right knee. This is the knee that he also injured on his tour. So I'm not sure if something was complicated again with that. He needed surgery, but he ended up getting surgery. This nigga has melted ACL for like five years. <laughs> Jesus Christ, bro. You're a rapper, not a fucking running back. Like, and yeah, because, because, of, uh, because of the issues, he now has to, well, he now feels that he needs time to recover and focus on recovering himself instead of. He's killing us light skin niggas. Like, he's killing, killing us. You got from an ACL, bro, like, makes it sound like he's got a rehab or something like PTSD shit. Like, just get a fucking stool and make some music. But it's understandable at the same time, too. Like, I've seen people on Twitter clowning him for this, being like, Drake doing normal life stuff and busting his ACL is the funniest shit I've ever heard of in my life. And yeah, when you think about it in that manner, it is pretty funny. But I don't think that he busted it from just like walking in his mansion or some shit like that. I'm probably assuming that he was playing basketball with one of his boys or was doing some original, kind of physical activity I, I think, and then it ended up there, like breaking. Wasn't the original on from a from a concert, like on stage or something? Yeah, the original was from the concert. He was chopping yeah, around it, and then he... he, he it's he, not even that, the way it happened. Like, that just happened. It's the way he talks. Like, the way you explained it sounded like, like something traumatizing has happened to this man. Or, like, he needs to take time to be with his family because he lost his firstborn. It's an ACL. Like, literally chill. Hey, man, they hurt, dog. I mean, I've had them, so that's what I'm saying. Like, it's it, it hurts when you have to do stuff, but after like sometimes it doesn't. You don't even notice when you're walking on it. It's not till like you get like aggressive in that too. Like, it's easy to re- rehab from it from walking. You just be a little bitch. I've done my ACL, so. so you're saying he could still fully work on recording the album? Yeah. You're saying this might be just be an excuse then in terms of his. Yeah, delivery. I mean, maybe it's not. I mean, he is fucking light skinned lover boy so he probably is milking and being a baby about it but it's people bounce back in like football seasons with ACLs in the same season so the fact this man has still like been on this is pretty ridiculous but so hey just do what he wants to do he says his energy has, has uh, been dedicated to his recovery so that's why he's not dropping it again but like, that just makes this sound ridiculous <laughs> at the same time too though um I could see it being an excuse a little bit just because of the fact that we're still in this pandemic and maybe he had higher hopes of hearing the news of a vaccine coming out and that being able to get us back to touring. touring. So maybe he assumed that dropping it in January, he'd probably be able to get back to touring in like March, uh, April or May or something like that. And because of the situation that we're in now, the, pandemic doesn't seem like it's getting better anytime soon so he might just have found a reason to be like hey well i don't want to put my album out in january if i'm not even gonna be able to tour because you know, i mean drake's a huge touring act yeah that's where he makes a lot of those are gonna be the last too, ones so. to open up like the arenas like we've already have clubs opening and stuff but arenas will be shut down for a while yeah so from a business standpoint i could see him just being like well i don't want to put my album out now if i'm not gonna be able to tour for a while because yeah by the time that he 
will be able to tour it. I mean, the music would have already passed for the most part. So yeah, fair enough. If you, but if it included all this, what like you said, impossible. But it was just a dramatic ass way he talked. But it, it's even fine if you want to take a break. You're like, oh, I messed up my ACL. I just want to take. But the way he just talks about it is so goddamn dramatic. You know what I mean? It's it's not what actually is happening. It's the fact that like this dude is just a, the poster boy of softness. <laughs> Well, that's a drink for you. That's your uh, yeah. That's your but when you, when one soft light skinned nigga like myself is calling you out, that means it's bad. Yeah, but yeah, it's a little bit disappointing because obviously last week we spoke about how well you, you weren't necessarily that into it until you found out that he might be talking about the pandemic stuff. But for the most part, I mean, it would have been a good way to have a start to the year because so far it's been it's been very slow in terms of the music front. Like I understand it. Yeah. Usually January is a slow month because. A lot of the execs or whatever are just getting back into the office and they're all trying to figure out what the next move is for their artists. But um, this year's definitely been way slower because of the fact that we're in a pandemic. So, and a lot of people, like like I just said for Drake, if Drake's possibly debating not putting out music because he can't tour, a lot of these other artists who rely on touring way more than Drake does, um, they're definitely going to be way more hesitant to put out their projects because they can't tour either. So. That's true. Ooh, that's yeah. true. I wonder. I wonder what the the numbers and stuff are for 2020 compared to all the other years. I wonder if other artists shelved things and we just don't follow them as much. So you didn't hear about it in that. Like, I wonder if there was like less music ever in the last 20 years, more what? I wonder what the stats behind that are. Let's not even guess because we have no idea. So Yeah, and I think that'd be impossible to count because there's so many different artists out now. So how would you be able to quantify? Yeah, I don't know. Like I think like the algorithm I think I think you can you can base it off of the new artist I'm mean, not the new artist though. Yeah, you, can, you have to obviously like, get a like genre or like you, you do a sample size group or whatever. Obviously you can't do every single, you know what I mean? But uh, like the top sellers of, I don't know. I'm sure, dude, they with data, they can do anything. Like, it's not like we would do it. Like Sure, but I'm just saying, I, I think you can do it. You can quantify that off of the yeah. major acts. Like we didn't have any major people drop their albums. Like none of the superstars dropped their albums in 2020. So that, that alone should probably tell you that there's probably less people. Did we not though? Like I, I don't. Well, we didn't get anything. That, are you talking about hip hop? Yeah, I'm talking specifically Only? about hip hop. We didn't get anything from, like, we didn't get anything from Kendrick. We didn't get anything from J. Cole. We didn't get anything from Drake. We I feel like we weren't going to get from, them anyways, though. But I think it. I think Kendrick was gearing up to put something out in 2020. Do you? Yeah, I didn't. Before, before the, if you saw at the beginning of the year, I think he was getting ready to put something out. Mm, okay, maybe I don't. I just I don't know. It seems like he's been quiet even before that. The last since like the last two years. But, I mean, yeah, he's been yeah, quiet. But that's what I'm saying. That's why I think he was gearing up for this year to be that year. Ah, yeah, comes yeah, back. Yeah. So gotcha. But yeah, should be interesting. On to some other news. There was a tweet that was going around and circulating on the internet. Apparently, Timberland's not Timberland's manager. Travis's manager or someone's manager I think it was Timbaland's manager, I can't remember but someone's manager was setting up a versus battle between Travis Scott and Future Okay Would you be into this versus if that was the case? What do you mean? 100% I don't think Travis has enough of a like discography but I would definitely be interested in. It'd be one of the more ones I'd be interested in. So you'd be in it solely for the vibes, is what you're saying? Yeah, like I like I think 
like musically future has and like career wise and stuff he's put out but i've definitely like i don't know that would, what would that be probably the most like relevant popular artists to have that do that yet like go against each other yeah, for this day and age, yes. Because most of the time they do choose artists who are older, not past yeah, their prime, but older acts. Older acts, I'd say. Yeah, the big catalogs and stuff, too. Yeah, because uh, that, that's important, though. You have to be able to pull 20 tracks in order to yeah. be able to compete on this. The same with Travis, is too. He actually has more music. But the way he the way he blew up, like, so many of his fans now don't even know, like, the like the, the his all his old shit and stuff, you know, like, before the braids and all that. Um, I mean, I used to listen to it, and, like, I thought it was dope in that. Like, I thought the sound was way better. But I'm saying, too, like, he he's a weird, like, kind of... He just became so hot so quick. Um, and so I think a lot of the fans, like, on IG and stuff, wouldn't know his early shit because they didn't really blow up or that so i think it'd be kind of weird whereas futures had like he's been pop popular now for like almost 10 years that's why i wouldn't like this matchup because usually versus is about going who's better in these 20 tracks and this matchup would be absolutely favored for future and it was so funny because i was looking at it online and literally everyone was saying it's future and then anytime i saw someone say travis i was i would ask them like what Travis tracks would be guaranteed winners against some of future songs outside of Sickle Mode? Because I think we all know Sickle Mode would probably win against a few things. I don't know if you put Sickle Mode against one of Future's best, but if you put yeah. Sickle Mode against like one of Future's like regular song, it for sure wins. And none of them could answer the question on like other songs being better or bigger than uh, Sickle Mode and beating one of Future's songs. Because Travis is, yeah, Travis's discography, like you said, it's too, it's too young for one. And two, all of his major hits that are really big are stuff that were on his earlier projects that aren't mainstream hits. Like they're hits if you hit them, hear them in the club or if you hear them in a select group, like people will know it and be super hyped about it. But on the mainstream level, they don't compare to Yeah, the mainstream level, no. Like, days before the radio, I randomly just found, like... rodeo, man, come on. Yeah, what, a radio, did I say? For the radio. Oh, yeah. Uh, Before that, like, I randomly... You are radio. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck, man. Uh, Cuba Gooding Jr.? Yeah, yeah, I wasn't sure you got the reference when I said that for a second. Oh, that's... I'm pretty sure that was my high school nickname. Uh, (laughs) When I played football when I was, like, a, f- a freshman. Yo, um, that's hilarious. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Yeah, days before the... Fuck you, man. Days before the rodeo. Like, they don't, like... Yeah, they, they were... I, I really, like... That's still one of my, like, personal-type classics because it just, like, goes. Like, it's nice and smooth. But, yeah, the people... Most people listen to Travis now and the Supreme Hype kids and stuff don't go way back uh, to that. Um, anyway, so... It would just be awkward, like I think. Yeah, his blow up is and his blow up is pretty weird, just in terms of uh of a mainstream from from like obscurity to mainstream. It's such a weird... yeah to be like st- having the neck like besides Kanye stands like internet stand wise like Travis is huge up there too. All of a sudden, uh, yeah. like him getting his own McDonald's shit too, like was wild to me. So, uh, but he really only has the like, two major known albums out right now yeah he's no, gotten sure. all of that so that's kind of nuts but shout out he's to him just a, that's, a, that's a that's a big move the guy's a personal 
isn't he like leading and branding like has the most out of any musician not rapper but like anybody i cannot confirm that but in 2020 he definitely had a lot of a lot of brands everything he was signed with he he was signed with mcdonald's playstation um and some other some other company for rappers i know it's by far they had he has most but um yeah anyway so i mean i like travis sound like everything and he's been putting in work so i hate i don't want to call him like came out of nowhere because dude's been grinding producing he was kind of like the connie like was convinced he was a brilliant producer and that and he's been grinding so i don't want to say like it's deserved but it's still like a weird non-traditional blow-up so it w- i don't think it would make for the greatest versus um thing yeah it's a it's a weird matchup but we'll see if it even happens yeah also yeah. shout out what what were you gonna say no, no, go on. Uh, moving on to the next topic. Shout outs to uh, shout outs to my boy Trump, the dog. Oh God, he's gone. Oh. But in gone. his in his exit, he pardons. I believe it was 140 people. I'm not sure. The last I read was 70, but I've also read reports that it was 140. But from what I know, it's 70 people. But he's pardoned some major hip hop acts in Lil Wayne, Kodak Black, and. The Death Row Records co-founder, Michael Hario Harris. Oh, I thought I was like, he didn't he didn't pardon Shug. Yeah, no, no, he didn't pardon Shug. Shug's broke though. Uh, yo, I okay, little Wayne, I could see because that was probably like in exchange for him giving him some like clout right before the election. But see, I don't think that that's well. Okay, hold on, no, keep going. It might, it might. I mean, it might. I'm just saying it's not that surprising. Like, yeah, okay. consider. Before this happened, people said Trump was selling pardons and doing over 200. So, but Kodak, I did not see that coming out of anywhere. I, I didn't even, he has, people were saying yesterday that he's just selling, he was selling the pardons for 2 million. Saying that Kodak's got that bank or the music would, or the companies would put it up for him. So, yeah, uh, I don't know. Was, I don't know how much credence I give to that, though. I don't know if that's necessarily a real thing or not. But what would be the incentive for Kodak, though? Well, how the pardons work is based off of uh, you. You don't just get it like you put in a request for it and you have people vouch for you on why you should be released. So if enough people support you, you get on to the list of being um, of, of wanting to be pardoned for your crimes. And Kodak had, I believe, like a rabbi and some other people who were really sticking up for him in terms of getting out. So, I mean, that's probably that was probably money too, though, bro. Like, yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how it works in terms of him selecting it. Like, I'm just saying those are just rumors from what and, I've heard of people taking, uh, people giving payments to get pardoned. Like, I don't and Codex not Codex not off either. So you can only be pardoned from from federal crimes. Yeah, for but, a federal crime. So the state ones, he still has two separate state ones for like rape or sex with underage or something um, that he's going to be facing for it too. So, so he's yeah, not he's, in the He's pardoned from his federal crime. So he's going to be, he's out of jail from his federal because that's what he was in for. But yeah, he can still be charged by the state for other stuff. So one of the imp, imp, uh, impending or I think pending uh, trials that he has is still going to be ongoing when he comes out as well too. So he could still go back, but uh, yeah, yeah, correct. Right. Yeah, he, he is for out, now, he is out get, for his federal one. At least we can get some new Kodak music for a while. Yeah, I mean, he dropped an album not too long ago or an EP. I don't know what he called it, but it was like Kodak two months Kodak ago. And, and, it's, and it's actually pretty good. 140 people he ended up finishing doing it for. Okay, so yeah, it was 140. 
And that's why yeah. that's why I'm not sure the money thing comes into play because of that 140. There's a lot of people on there who are who are in jail for a bunch of petty crimes that they wouldn't have the money to be able to pay off to be able to get pardoned. So I'm uh, not but sure how he chooses. Most, most of them were like schemes and like money things. So what the, these people do, like that were in those like kind of year sentences or whatever, like. He still made that money and just hide it and stuff too. Like all of them was like, yeah, I doctor. You wouldn't think I have two million, but it's actually he's in there for a Medicare fraud scheme. You know what I mean? Like stuff. Yeah, like some that. of them for sure, but they're also the yeah. ones who just literally had like minor drug charges who also got let out as well too. I think I was reading one. Where there was like I mean, we don't know enough. We have to look into it. Where there's a woman who didn't really do anything that crazy. Oh yeah, I can't remember what it was. There's probably some. He probably threw. They probably told him to throw some genuine ones in there too, though. You know what I mean? Like to make it not look as like the most corrupt thing ever. So we, we will, we'll never know. Like, we're just guessing. We're not going to read hours on it. What do you mean? Stuff. I literally read them. I'm not guessing. I, mean, I, read the, I read the, no, I meant the incentive behind like, what? Oh, the incentive. Yeah. Yeah. We're speculating on that. Trump's. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah okay. I know. I know. We know what, like, obviously you can figure out what happened to each other, but like what really went in the background? Was it like, you know, for each person, like we're not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, look, I'm looking at this one. Miss Freese, Jessica Freese, she was 20 years old and she was convicted. And after converting stolen checks and negotiating them through the bank where she worked as a teller. Upon her arrest, however, she immediately relinquishes the stolen funds to authorities. So it's like she didn't have the money that she stole from putting in fraudulent yeah. checks. So. Yeah, probably, I mean, they all do them like whatever like for people who like justify it like historically so i'm sure trump did some real ones too but I, i'm guessing this is the most pardons a president's put out like at this point like type of thing so i think so uh, it seems pretty there's like some of them's gotta be money and stuff so real quick i mean what i speak on the on the wayne one because i saw a lot of people saying that wayne's playing chess like wayne knew this was gonna happen like he 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 purposely did this so that he could get out. That's why he met with Trump. And it's like, man, get out of here with that BS. Like, um, there's, I don't think he, I don't think Wayne was was meeting with Trump for that occasion. Like, maybe he was, but at the same time, too, I'm not giving Wayne the benefit of the doubt based I, off of his actions on a lot of the social justice stuff that we've heard from him in the past few years. And the fact that every time he gets a chance to talk on some issues about black stuff, he always says uh, racism doesn't exist because a white cop saved his life. So I'm one of, um, I think, no, this is why, this is why it happened. I read up on this one. Wayne's, Wayne's lawyer is um, uh, really good friends with Trump, uh, Bradford Cohen. And, um, and he's, yeah, I guess he represents, he represents Wheezy and Kodak Black. And he's really, uh, the attorney is really good friends with um, Trump. So I think Cohen took care of this. They, they had a very strong connection, Cohen said, between Trump and, yeah. So their lawyers set this up for them. So I think ahead of time, it was a thing where, like, Wayne didn't have this idea. Of, okay, yeah, but, but yeah, I'm not like, putting, yeah, like you said, I'm not putting this on Wayne. That's, that's yeah, I, mean, I don't think said, Wayne was playing chess in the city. Oh, no, but his like, lawyers, the rich people are in. Yeah, it's Cohen's a lawyer for both of them. So obviously he just they have like rich, smart dudes and sleazy dudes doing shit for them. Yeah, it wasn't like Wayne came up with this and then proposed it to the lawyer. The lawyer is like, how can I get more money from my client? Oh, I'll get him out of jail. Like he's both making fucking tons of money from these guys. So but yeah, that's I think that's the connection there. I'm pretty sure.
I think the funniest one too was I don't know if you saw this, but Joe Exotic. Did you see that one? Oh yeah, yeah. Fuck man. This man had a full on limo and like got some hairdresser or some glamorous designer to get his stuff all ready for him to get out because he thought he was gonna get pardoned, and then he, he didn't get pardoned. Fuck that guy's oh, a lunatic. Man, that's so funny. That's he's a he's a showman though. He's, he. Keeps things interesting. Dude was I the missed, hero of the pandemic for a while. Yeah, I missed. It was a simpler time. I don't even like saying that, but it's true because it kind of was. But I don't. Things, know. It was just yeah. Things we had no idea what we were in for. Like we were just locked in for. It was only like second week. Yeah, and, and, and that's when we were very up. optimistic about it being like, oh, we're gonna probably be out of this in like a month or two, and then like everything will be fine. Yeah, we're a little free vacation time, like a little yeah. more time with the girl, whatever. And it's like, no shit, this is just. We should have took it as a sign. The whole fucking world was so entertained and entertained by that like redneck circus. It was a good circus though. It was good. Free Carol Baskins. Man, stop. She should get a pardon. I pardon her. (laughs) All right, yeah. On to the next thing. Uh, So I want to talk about TikTok's influence on the music industry because I feel like TikTok. As much as I miss Vine, because I don't use TikTok, so it's like whatever. It's it's not my app, but it does bring a lot of entertainment. The yeah. like, the cinematography on it, and the way that it can, the way that it can rejuvenate someone's career is insane. Because a lot of these young kids who don't know the music from the '90s and stuff like that, or, or even the early 2000s, they're getting put onto the music from that from the app and coming up with these creative ideas and creative dances and i think that's actually a good thing because a lot of time those songs and stuff will be lost normally because there was a period where i remember when i first started listening to music um i would never have gone back to the older stuff because i was like man who wants to listen to that shit like this new shit's hot so why am i ever gonna am i ever gonna want to listen to like rock him or like big daddy kane or whatever like yeah just rap and all that shit uh, but then eventually I ended up did going back and then realizing, oh, yeah, this music is really good and I should be listening to it. But, yeah, I feel like TikTok is just a good medium of being able to discover some new, some old artists in a new way uh, through the music. And, uh, yeah, I, I think that's a dope thing because we've seen a lot of we've seen a lot of uh, surgeons from the old songs becoming popular, making it back onto the top billboards 100s or whatever through these memes and these videos and these challenges that we're seeing like the the busted challenge is probably one of the biggest proponents of that yeah well like that the that skating video of that guy that song went like way back up to the charts the next week when that went viral you know what skating video what are you talking about the one the guy skates he's drinking uh juice oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. the ocean spray the ocean spray yeah yeah that guy fucking that their song went completely like went to like number nine on the charts from like not being on there since 2004 or something like that so everyone like discovered it yeah that's dope like that stuff like that seems cool it's a good song and I don't know if you saw this controversy as well, too. There was the samples thing with Timbaland on Twitter where people were saying that Timbaland's samples are basically straight rips. Because like, usually when you sample a song, you would take yeah, a part of the song and like adjust it in some way and make it, make it fancy. But with Timbaland, it seems like he literally just pulled the song that he sampled and then didn't make any major changes to it and just put it into his music. 
are people what like just discovering this now because i'm I don't get it. Like no, so like it, I think people knew that there was sampling, but I think there was more so the fact that they felt he didn't make enough changes to the sampling that he was pulling from. But are these, like, I'm he, just saying, I don't really remember this being a, like Tim has been around since the '90s, and, and like he's had hits every generation. So I just don't remember this discussion. Really, oh yeah, well this discussion has only become popular because it happened on TikTok. Someone made a TikTok about it, um, and of course. The younger generation doesn't know about his music, so they wouldn't yeah. know what songs these are. So they they see the comparison. So the person put a comparison of a Timbaland song and then the song that he sampled from, and then they were listening to both, and they're like, "Well, the sample doesn't sound different from the song that he made. Like it's huh. almost like a almost a one to one. Like obviously there are some tweaks, but it seems more so like a one to one to them. And they're like, "Well, I mean, some of them are yeah, like it sounds like he's just it sounds like some, he's just stealing it." But some sample, it's, I mean, sometimes that it's not like they do that, but I'm guessing he can do it because he pays and gives for, gets permission for it. Like you don't have to. Yeah, 100%. Pay. You, yeah. So, I mean, I like, I don't know. Like it's like there's tons of those beats that never change at all and became a hit on another song that was, are like classics. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's like, like the Lunas, I got five on a beat, like went through so many, like Puffy, like barely any of those changed. Yeah. And, but they're still classic because the song changes around it. So, I mean, sure, say Timberland's not, but it just doesn't matter enough for me. I've never, yeah, I guess if you discuss his legacy, it'd be interesting, but I don't really think about Timberland like that. So, but yeah, I guess shit like that's interesting. I don't know. I, for me, ev- TikTok, everything, I'm fine with it. Like, I, why old people get so annoyed. Like, it's just young kids having fun, like people getting so mad at t- like i would love i wish there was tiktok dances when i was 16 like she like that's fun like with your but like you know like but you have like old 20s and 30s guys like fucking tiktok cringe and shit like that's what 18 19 year olds do they're cringe their brains aren't developed but like it's fun they're not fucking smoking meth um uh, like and it's dope like you get to give these like it's still a creative outlet like i wish i had a phone to do like on TikTok, you can do so much better editing compared to all the other apps and that. And, like, you're probably going to get tons of talent and funny shit. Like, yeah, there's a lot of garbage out there. But I'm, like, what? I don't I get so defensive when people shit on TikTok. It's just, like, just don't download it and move on. Like, Twitter always does it, too, when a TikTok comes on. Like, fucking TikTok cringe. Like, just keep scrolling, man. Like, there's funny shit there, too. Like, it's a – yeah, it, I, I don't – I'm really – I'm down for the TikTok. You can make like Bo made some really dope soccer videos just off that. Some like highlights and shit. And he got more views on it with that than anything else that he had done, like in on in any other thing. And he got that's because he got more like creative use because it was TikTok. And now he'll probably get a job or something from that. So I really it's it can be used for so many things. I think TikTok's dope. And China can have all my information. I'm going to die. I'm not important. Nothing matters. Like, it's always the people are the most useless. Like, it's China has it. I'm like, Google has your information, too. Facebook does, too. Like, I, I'm going to Yeah, die but I mean, there is something to be Am said. Am I going to go to There is something China? to be said about that, though. Well, that's up for the government to handle. Like, I'm not personally, like, China's going to China. Like, the U.S. got, like, I'm not going to be like, oh, I'm not downloading this app because they'll... They don't like they'll get my facial recognition and stuff like face, hey, Facebook that's, that's and Google, but Facebook and Google already all the American have, have this too though that's what's the funniest part like the Americans are doing this as well it's just business is not the government but the businesses sell it to the government 
Yeah, but they'd rather. I think the just the understanding comes in that they'd rather have something that they know is doing it rather than an unknown. Like you don't know what China's going to be able to de- be doing with. Oh yeah, I trust America so much more. They're the morally the great guys. <laughs> hey, I don't trust either. I'm saying they're all they're all bad. Yeah, fair the board, enough. But, but I, I'm just giving the I've told, the I've defense that they would the probably inside. deliver. <laughs> but like, who who am I to fuck? Like, China's going to get your information. Like, I'm sitting in my filth right now. Now, like, come on! <laughs> kind of doesn't want to look at this. It's, like, it's, I don't know. It's more so about the rights, more so than actually. I know what it is. I'm just saying, like, yeah. it's, like I get it to a degree. I'm just trying to be funny, Papa. Fuck off! Uh, <laughs> well, you weren't really funny, man. It sounded like you were oh. serious. <laughs> um, Fair enough. I just don't care. But honestly, TikToks. I like Vine though because it only took seven seconds. That was the thing I liked the most. Yeah, no, Vine had some of the best videos because we were making absolute comedy in those seven seconds. Yeah, like some of the TikToks are... And you don't, yeah, you don't feel yeah, you don't feel trapped in that whole minute of watching an entire TikTok. Yeah, you I, some of them you get so like oh, I don't want it. Like I've been sent TikToks and I'm like I watch the whole thing and nothing did happen. I'm like why did I watch that? Exactly. They can be up like longer than a minute. So or or you watch it and then you get halfway through, but then you scroll or something and it resets. And yeah, yeah. Don't want to go back and watch the entire thing of something I just saw. Like and you can't fast forward some of them and shit. Yeah, too, so and it's like it's a. It's an it's annoying. I do like how you can like send it though from TikTok to Instagram. Like you don't have to like screen record it or anything. Like you can just send a message from your TikTok to someone's Instagram. Like yeah, the video on that. Uh, that's pretty good. I like I like the you like I like TikTok like the way it's made and everything, but some of them are too long and it's overcomplicated. But I'm for it. Yeah, so am I. Like I said, I like the whole uh, idea of being able to rejuvenate someone's career. Because the girl who made the Busted Challenge song, uh, Erica, I can't remember what her last name is right now, but uh, her song wasn't even popular a couple months ago, like before the challenge even happened. And there was a yeah. video circulating of her, and I think it was either, I think it was at the beginning of the corona or before, I can't remember. But she was at a concert, and no one knew the lyrics to her song. And like now, if she were to go out and have a concert or something like that, people would know the lyrics to her song because of the TikTok challenge. So I just think it's dope in that regard. Because e- even on the sampling front, there was a lot of songs where I thought the song that I was listening to was the original, and I didn't know that they sampled from something else. So yeah. oh, and one, definitely- one being like Kanye West through the wire, like I didn't, yeah. well, I mean, I could tell it was kind of sampled from something, but I didn't know what the original sample was until like I learned about it later on when I got on there, so. Yeah, no, definitely stamp. Like I remember, I got, when I was big in the sampling, it definitely takes you to the next level of music appreciation. Like yeah. before, I got into and started to understand sampling, and my mom would point out music from back in the day, and it would blow my mind to go like find the new song. And then once YouTube was out, you could find all these songs so easy from the seventies, and it definitely like turns you from a fan to like you kind of you feel more musically like inclined yourself once you become a fan of sampling and understand it a bit and i know that was like that for me so it's pretty cool and exciting but it also you know it's also too is i mean look at like the black beatles song that would have never went number one one without the mannequin challenge too um, yeah. so it's been that was TikTok, though, by the way. no no i know but i'm saying it's it's not surprising that now like it's carrying over we've already seen this before TikTok. Oh, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and it's take and that's why it's but now it's it's gonna get over convoluted now too because you're like drake only put out the tootsie because he it was supposed to be for the the he had that dance with it for the tiktok obviously yeah. like to get more plays and actually didn't work for him but we're definitely seeing more 
people getting paid to create these challenges and that, to, you know what I mean? To yeah. pick it up and stuff like that. It's already started. It's happened for a couple of years. Um, and that, so it, it, it feels kind of shitty when it's not organic. Yeah. I really gonna, hate the forced paid ones. They're, you yeah, can the tell too, like challenges. it's not, it's not, it doesn't resonate the same way. Cause I think it's funny enough, like Wayne tried it with one of his songs on yeah. his, uh, on his last album, the Carter five. And it's like, he like purposely like, oh yeah, like make a challenge to this. And it's like, it's not, it doesn't ring the same when you're forcing someone to try and make a challenge from when it goes like viral or organically. Yeah, no, for sure. So, and then oh, one of the ones that blew it up, not because you buck to like coming back for one of those, like the dances and stuff and people like, you know, millions of people thought you thought, was it you? Yeah, it was me. I thought that Wayne's song yeah. was the original. Like I never knew that that was a song that someone else had made. Yeah. But part of that too is because like Wayne's remixes during that period were so yeah. good that like it pretty much was the original song. Like, but people didn't even know the Wayne version of either because it went it, for they made a song for like a dance floor and that's all the like ones kids were doing on Instagram. They didn't even know that Wayne version. So and then everyone found that and yeah, I don't know. For the most part, I think it's pretty good and cool and dope. <laughs> And that'll pretty much do it for this episode of the Pops Culture Podcast. The last thing I just want to say is, like, Hobson's coming back with some music, apparently. Hobson? He was... What? Did you say Hobson? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why the fuck are you talking about Hobson? That's because weird. Said, I, that's your boy, I, yo. He was in a depressive state, so he's no longer I just there. saw that to, post on Instagram. Like, he, went, he went to get therapy, and he's feeling a lot better now. He's going to release the music that he was making during the dark times. Um, Do you know people who check for Hobson? No, I don't. I don't know anybody still. Yeah, why? That, I can't. You, that that's. But I used to listen to him back in the day. So I mean, that's that's the the guy you throw out there. Music news. Yeah. Also, I thought you could relate. Yeah. You've been in a dark place. I hate Hobson. <laughs> Fuck off! I'm always- I can understand. I can understand why. Like I don't. I don't. I don't have an appeal to him now. But there was a point where I did listen to him. It sounded like Logic. Like I don't listen to Logic now. But when he first came out, I was a huge. Logic. Yeah, but Logic had some fire beats and stuff. Like Hobson always had that like like dragging sound that just wasn't fire, and he was doing a no, broke ass. He had good music. No, and then not an Eminem clone for. Oh, I got my phone's gonna die. I didn't even get to tell the the police story. I'll save it for the next episode. You're not gonna remember for the next episode. I'm, I'm gonna. Remember. And you're not gonna have enough energy to save for the. Next I'm gonna episode. have enough energy. You wait. How long is the okay. story? I'm going to run out of battery anyway, so it's <laughs> my phone's well, that'll do it for episode 76 of the Pops Culture Podcast. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, continue to like, rate, review, subscribe on all major streaming platforms, iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, and Amazon Music. Uh, yeah, we'll see you guys next week for episode 77. Peace. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.